Welcome back, everybody, to a brand new episode of the Movies and Brews podcast, where we talk movies and we drink some brews. I'm Jordan, and staring through the screen here is Daniel. Hello, hello. Today, we're talking the brand new Scream film, Scream. Also known as Scream 5. Scream 5. We'll go into it, like, why you don't call it that anymore, and why you want to... Is it a reboot? Is it a sequel? It's both. It's both. So sit back, relax, grab a drink, and still continue not to answer those landlines. Don't answer a landline. It's either someone you don't want to talk to, like your grandma. <laughs> it's either grandma calling or someone that wants to kill you. Or someone that wants to kill you. Cheers. Cheers. Here we go. Got a nice porter today. I was, oh, yeah. I was feeling something a little dark here. Yes, I got Berlick Beer Co. Thunderbolt Porter. Nice. It's called, is it Berlick or Barlick? I think it's Berlick. Berlick. Okay, it is Berlick. Okay. Mmm. Yeah. That's a good porter. That's really good porter. What is that ecliptic you have over there? No, it's Block 15. It just says the Block 15 IPA, but it's got like a cool diver on it, but I don't see it actually named anything. So I think this is just their solid IPA. It might be their Very... signature IPA, yeah. Well, I, I know. I'm like, usually it, fun cans usually has a fun name, but just a solid IPA, I guess. But it's delicious. Space Diver IPA. Mm-hmm. Yep, mine just has a Thunderbolt on it. Well, that looks cool too, I guess. Hence the name. Thunderbolt Porter. Wow. I really uh-huh. just spell it out for you these days. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into it. Let's talk some movie news here. I know we got a few things going on out there. A couple new trailers or teaser trailers at least. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, we actually, it's funny because we were talking about it yesterday about the, because I didn't even realize, I'm like, yeah, this year is when the season one of the Amazon Prime uh lord of the rings tv show is supposed to come out and we were talking about it last night then this morning i woke up and i just saw all over my youtube page that they had a teaser trailer for the lord of the rings show and honestly it's very much a teaser not a lot to talk about just like a lot of voiceover of like about the rings creation you know and stuff that i think a lot of people who already know about lord of the rings know uh but i don't know it, it just gets people had kind of more it struck me as something like reminding people like hey this is something that's happening you know Super, didn't yes. show much didn't tell us about a story it just kind of like really just teased the content which is cool because i honestly forgot about it until i remembered it randomly yesterday which is really weird that i wouldn't randomly remember it today when i saw it i mean i'm i'm looking forward to it yeah yeah that was definitely a teaser trailer just a voiceover while we're watching some rings get forged or at least the titles get forged it was fine for what it was. Uh, yeah, definitely looking forward to checking it out and seeing the real trailer. But yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I need happens. to watch the movies and then before going into this. Um, and I'm also interested because like we talked about that too a little bit before the show, but it's guaranteed five seasons. Amazon essentially prepaid for five seasons that they're going to shoot back to back. That's crazy. And those aren't, yeah, a show like this is not cheap either. This isn't some sitcom. This is... No, I think it became like the like most expensive TV show production when they just announced the budget, which even if they go over that, then more so. But we'll see. I'm kind of interested to see, but it, I mean, if they go in it with like a five season vision and just like execute it, then I think that hopefully people, hopefully it'll be good for the fandom. I hope so. Hope so. I hope so. Yeah, I do need to rewatch the movies again. It's been way too long. Yeah, it's just like when I watch them, it's like extended editions, and that's twelve hours. That's a twelve-hour day. That's a full overtime day. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, all right. And then, yeah, the other trailer, the big trailer that came out was the Marvel uh, Disney Plus Moon Knight trailer, starring Oscar Isaac. And I gotta say, I remember they teased a little bit of Moon Knight, like during their like disney press conference event i think and we saw like a small little clip from it but it's more just like him like jumping over a building or something so it wasn't much so it was cool to see this because i don't didn't know much about this character uh still don't actually know much about this character 
but the full trailer came out and honestly it kind of struck me as like okay this feels like a lot more serious and darker than the other netflix shows that we've gotten thus far or not netflix disney plus those and it kind of feels like it's an in-between of the netflix darkness and the disney plus well it's funny you say that because i'm watching the trailer for it i'm like okay new new uh marvel show i'm watching the trailer and all of a sudden i was it caught me off guard for a second and that a that our student that the uh, disney plus logo came on i was expecting to say netflix at the end because that's how much more it felt like those netflix shows than the disney plus ones <laughs> which is a good sign for the show i think it felt more adultish it's interesting that I'm like, I don't know how dark they're going to go with it. I was kind of up, like after I was like during while I was watching, I'm like, is the Hulu logo going to come up? Because it feels like this is going to be too bar too dark to just put on Disney Plus. Yeah, no, this, I, the whole time I'm watching the trailer, like, okay, this looks interesting. I, I don't know what's going on, but Oscar Isaac's in it. I like it so far. And yeah, I kept thinking like, well, this is cool that Marvel decided to get back with Netflix and do another show. <laughs> I totally was thinking that throughout the trailer. And I was like, oh, Disney Plus. Well, we'll see. We'll see. But I was interested. I actually picked up a volume like that kind of like, as I understood, like kind of a more recent, like gets you a good feel for the character that came out around 2017. Well, I read the first volume last night because after I watched the trailer, I'm like, all right, I'm going to check this out because I've heard people talk about it, but I know nothing about the character. I've read five issues so far, like the first volume. And I still don't really know <laughs> anything about the character besides he has like a like a dissociative mental disorder where he feels like he's lived multiple past lives, but he doesn't know what's real and what's not. Yeah. The IMDb... But when he has his mask on, he sees things clearly, so to speak, or as they really are. But you never, as far as like I know now, you never quite know if it's a delusion or if it's actually what's happening. According to IMDb here, it says a former U.S. Marine struggling with dissociative identity disorder is granted the power of an Egyptian moon god but he soon finds out that these newfound powers can be both a blessing and a curse to his troubled life yeah and I, I mean that's that's exactly how the comic felt and the comic that I picked up was extremely like it was a pretty it was pretty damn dark for like the subject matter that he, they covered in just the first five issues but I'm going to read more. I'm going to finish out the run that I'm reading just to try and get like an over like arching feel for the character. Yeah. Also has Ethan Hawke in it as well. Yeah. I, I got to tell you of all the shows that have come out this year on Disney plus for Marvel, this one, I'm really looking forward to seeing it. Just, it looked cool. I, again, don't really know what's going on in the trailer, but it looked cool. Yeah. I'm definitely excited to go check this out. Um, I think it comes out in March. I think like March 10th. Oh, that soon? I thought we were still a little ways away. Oh, yeah. Series premiere March 30th. March 30th. Okay. So we're a little over, or a little, yeah, a little over a month away. Yeah. I look but forward sweet. to it. Me cool. too. And I'd be perfectly fine if it just didn't tie into the Marvel Cinematic Universe at all. We'll see. It looks yeah, again. It, I mean, he's especially like he's supposed to like at least the comic book I read is places him in Hell's Kitchen, New York. Sweet. So I'm like, it'd be kind of crazy if they, you know, if he wants to cross paths with Charlie Cox. I'm cool with that. Or with, well, that's what it sounds like. I wonder Matt Murdock. I mean, played by Charlie they, Cox. But you know, they even like name check Daredevil in like the first issue. They're like, oh, it's Hell's Kitchen's favorite vigilante. No, not Daredevil. Moon Knight. <laughs> i'm like okay interesting that's awesome so that'd be cool we'll see like that i said since it feels sweet. more like netflix i wonder if they'll like kind of reference the netflix like heroes a bit but well, we'll just, see i don't I know just, i feel like that might be more wishful thinking but yeah. we got you know we got a cameo in no way home so well, yeah i was gonna say after seeing him in no way home i want more <laughs> yeah uh, all right no, oh, so my so, last yeah. little bit what I'd say as soon as I saw him, I was like, oh, I miss him as that character so much. And I've also been seeing a lot of TikToks that people are like, oh, after watching the Marvel Netflix shows on Disney, I started the, it's just a lot of like, I started the, uh, the Netflix Marvel shows. And they're just like, oh my God. <laughs> they're like, oh yeah, Kingpin dismembering, like dismembering a guy's head in a car door. It's like, God damn. 
you're like, yeah. God, I forgot about that. Yeah. It was a bit different. I need to go back and rewatch all of that stuff. At least all Daredevil seasons, The Punisher and Jessica Jones, Jones. and may, yeah. maybe The Defenders also. But I need to go watch all of that again. Yeah. God, were those shows good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, right. oh, my Moving last on. little bit. Well, my last bit of movie news is today, January 19th, is apparently James Earl Jones' 92nd birthday. Whoa. Well, happy birthday, Mufasa. Mufasa, Darth Vader, uh, the guy from the Sandlot. I don't know why I can't remember. The Beast. The the Beast owner. Old Man Marley. Yeah. But yes. So happy birthday to James Earl Jones. Why'd you just knock? I would have gotten it for you. Squints. Squints. I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> yes. Okay. Now we can move the light on. touches is our kingdom. Okay, just magnificent voice. It really is. It really makes Darth Vader. The force is with you, young Skywalker. But you are not a Jedi yet. Classic line. Classic. <laughs> yeah. Moving Happy on. birthday, James Earl Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Is that all for movie news here? Yep, that's all I got. Cool. Well, let's move on here to some other stuff we saw this week. If we got any recommends for folks out there. I've got two movies that I saw in the last week that I'd like to talk about. Okay, I saw one besides our main movie. All right. I'll go first then. So one is a documentary streaming on hbo max right now i know the answer to this but daniel do you remember beanie babies of course i remember beanie babies of course you do who could forget beanie babies that tie company and those little tiny little plush things uh they said cute yeah so yeah beanie mania streaming on hbo max is a documentary about the beanie baby craze of the 90s and yeah you know i i didn't know what to expect going in other than you know we're going to learn a little bit about what happened or if anything else, be taken back to the days. And the documentary revolves around, I think it was at least three. I forgot they nicknamed them, but let's just say three moms that kind of grew up in the same, they were all around the, in the same community. At first they hinted the same cul-de-sac. Then they didn't, then I don't know, let's just say the same community and how they became just hugely popular in the Beanie Baby world. I mean, hugely popular. I mean, think of like, Boone from uh, in the Lego world now. Yeah. Mark and Boone from season one. Of, but yeah, became hugely popular in the Lego world. And yeah, it, it was interesting to watch. Kind of cool to go back. I never participated in Beanie Babies ever. I don't think I've ever, ever bought one. But it was, I definitely saw and watched from the sidelines because there were a couple family members and friends that were into it. So I observed it from the sidelines. I mean, I thought it was pretty ridiculous. I mean, especially like one thing they go back to is and I remember this happening like and being all over the news was adults buying out Happy Meals to get the little Beanie Babies and Happy Meals. Scalpers have always been the worst. Oh my gosh, yeah. It's like probably starting fights at some of the locations, I'm sure. Still happens today. Just to get their damn Beanie Baby. <laughs> little I mean, Beanie. not about Beanie Babies, but other stuff. Other stuff. It just, uh, ridiculous. Now it's Three. Pokemon cards, also from the 90s. Yeah, but it was but it was crazy. Just you know, it just takes you back. You remember all the all the, you know, the company like yeah yeah these are gonna be worth a lot someday. And people are like oh yeah well I'm gonna put my kids through college by collecting Beanie Babies and then I'm gonna resell them and yeah kids are gonna be put through college. Oh gosh, it, it was definitely entertaining for sure. I don't know if this documentary is for everybody, but definitely entertaining and streaming on HBO Max right now. Beanie Mania. That'd be cool. I should check that out. So. Yeah, um, I, I it's saw. Worth, it's worth a watch. Thanks. Well, I saw another movie. Shayla and I actually did a double feature over the weekend. We watched uh, Scream Five, and then there was an hour break, and we just walked around the mall. Then we went back and watched this movie called Bell, which is an anime uh, movie, and essentially, like, it's kind of interesting because it takes place in like the real world, but also there's like this metaverse almost like more like ready player one or kind of what Facebook's trying to do now mm-hmm. where like you have an avatar and you can just do whatever you want in the metaverse. You know, you can just 
You know, it's just a completely different like world, virtual world that you can just kind of be someone else. And it's interesting because it's all about this girl who like kind of loses her voice. Like her mom dies, so she's afraid to, she doesn't want to sing in front of people. But when she's in her virtual reality avatar, she's actually like this really popular, famous singer that went viral essentially. Mm-hmm. And she writes songs and she's like kind of like a, a diva in the virtual world, but she's like this really shy high school girl. But honestly, it's actually really cool. And it has, which it took me too long to realize this, but it also has like an aspect of like, almost like a Beauty and the Beast style story with like the love interest, I guess. Kind of, kind of love interest, yeah. But and it it hit me almost like to the end of the movie. I'm like, oh, the movie's literally called Belle. And it's got definitely like a connection to like a Beauty and the Beast. But again, tale as old as time, right? So it's not the first, it's not the last. True. <laughs> But I don't know. It, it was really cool. It had some great visuals. And honestly, like listening to every song in the movie, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to listen to this album like in the next few days because the songs were all really cool. I don't know. It was really good. I I recommend it. So I don't know how much longer it's going to be in theaters. Usually anime movies go for like maybe a week before they pull for their pulled. So okay, definitely worth a watch though. Well, it's Very cool. cool. Well, awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that. All right. I'll do one, one more quick one here. Okay. Decided to go back and watch something old school the other night. I just feeling a little nostalgia. So I went back and watched Rocky 2, written and directed by Sylvester Stallone, starring Sylvester Stallone, Talia Shire, Burt Young, Carl Weathers, who's also in Mandalorian, and Burgess Meredith. It's Mickey. But yes. Rocky 2. Have you ever seen Rocky 2? Have you seen any Rocky movies? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I've seen like the first four. No, I've probably seen all of them once. Okay. 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 So you've seen it. Rocky 2 picks up right where Rocky 1 leaves off. There's the fight between him and Paul Creed. And, you know, there's the draw for in Creed's favor. So, so because I've heard some people complain over the years of Rocky 2, it's just a repeat because he, of Rocky 1, because he fights Paul Creed again. But, it, it, it's not though so there's there's a draw and creed gets all this hate mail and he, he wants a rematch he's like you know screw this i want where's my rematch because rocky's gone off to uh he's quit after that he's just quit boxing he's going to try to get a regular job he and adrian get married and they're just going to start a life start a family and yeah he puts boxing behind him but creed brings them out of retirement and they duke it out again but I, yeah, I gotta say it's a good one. I mean, again, some people's like, oh, it's kind of repeat, it's kind of boring, but there, there's a lot of just good character development all throughout this movie. I enjoyed it. I had a good time. I think all of them are streaming on HBO Max right now. But yeah, it was fun to just go back and watch this timeless classic. And yeah, it it's aged very well, I would say too. I yeah, very well, I think. Well, that's uh, good. I know there's like one of your some of your favorite movies. <laughs> it's a great franchise. No, I love it. Like, as far as franchises go, definitely one of my favorite franchises. I mean, you like both Rocky and the Creed movies. Yeah. Yeah, they're all solid. I think overall, overall, very solid. Maybe a stinker here and there, but overall, all of them pretty solid. But yeah, this one, definitely one of the good ones. Yeah, you're just feeling like going back in time a little bit, watching some old stuff. Rocky is, the whole saga is streaming on HBO Max right now. So go check it out. Nice. Well, sweet, sweet. And that's what I've got for recommends this week. Yeah, couple good ones, couple new ones, couple old yeah. ones, or and an old one. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, let's move on to the main event and let's talk Scream. Scream. Scream Five or Scream Twenty Twenty Two. There's certain rules to surviving. Believe me, I know. They always come back. The killer is a part of something in the past. This one just feels different. All right, so written by James Vanderbilt, directed by Matt Bentinelli Open and Tyler Gillette. Starring Nev Campbell, Courtney Cox, David Arquette, Melissa Barrera. Marley Shelton, Jenna Ortega, Jack Quaid, which is that in relation to any of the other Quaids? I have no idea if he 
is Mike, related to any of the quades mikey madison and a bunch of others but yes so scream aka scream 5 aka scream 2022 25 yeah, no. years after the original series of murders in woodsboro a new ghost face emerges and sydney prescott must return to uncover the truth which i gotta say i'm looking at the poster right now pretty cool poster i like it hey, which one are you looking at you're looking at the one with all of the cast and ghost face in the background or the one that's just ghost face holding the knife uh, all the cast with ghost face in the background nev campbell is the center courtney cox and david raquette are kind of like top center ish yeah yeah. Okay, I'm looking at it too. I don't know. I that they had both of them at the movie theater. I still like the one that's just Ghostface holding the knife. If I were to get either one, it would be that one. All right. Well, I'm curious what your thoughts are on this movie, Daniel. You've been following this franchise for two years now. I mean, two. yeah, but I watched everything besides the MTV show. Two years longer than me. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I'm curious what were your thoughts going in? I know you're excited about this. I think it was on your top 10 list, if I recall. I, I forget, think so. I forget how high, but it was on your top 10 list. I imagine it was probably, <laughs> yeah, that's probably in between five and seven. Okay. All right. I don't think it was top five. So probably like between six, seven or eight, somewhere in there. Okay. Because it's hard. It's an interesting, like horror is interesting because I'm like, yeah, I don't necessarily need my horror to be good for it to be thoroughly enjoyable. Um, you know, because part of like what I love about horror is I either want it to be really good or I want it to be really fun. And mm-hmm. slashers usually err to the side of fun. You know? And mm-hmm. especially, you know, Child and I were talking about this, how especially nowadays, it's harder to get a good slasher movie. Because mm-hmm. most of the time, like, they even talk about it in the movie that they want to, people try and elevate horror, which is good to an extent. Like, you know, I don't, I definitely like elevated horror too. But there's something about a good old slasher that just that's my favorite. I love slasher movies. They're so much fun. And it's harder to get a nice slasher these days because most people try and take it too seriously, like make it too serious. And you don't really lean into it, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, but then along comes Scream or Scream 5, you know? And I mean, we we thoroughly enjoy these movies, even though like a lot of people like the second one the best. I think in the original three, it's the worst one. I think I like one and three a lot better. People like the second one the best. Yeah, or at least I think. Yeah, so I feel like I've heard a lot of people trash that one or say it's definitely in the bottom half. Well, they definitely. I mean, people trashed it more than like the, or liked it more than the third one because they're like it went too meta, and I love how they fucking went with the third one. Honestly, it's great. Enjoy. I mean, I've enjoyed bits and pieces of all of them. The fourth one is probably the worst one. That was like the 2014 one. But it still brought back like, you know, Sidney Prescott. And I don't think Courtney Costa in that one. Maybe David Arquette was though. But I don't know. I still enjoyed that one to a to a certain degree. But I don't know. That's a long way to say. It's like, uh, we still really sat down. Weren't sure what to expect. But damn, we still had a great time watching this movie. Is it my favorite screen movie? No, but did I enjoy uh, it thoroughly? Yes. But I also think it, well, okay. No, I'll cut it off there. But yeah, I'm curious to think what you think about this, Jordan, because this makes more sense if you've watched like how the meta progresses from mm-hmm. one through four. I feel like it's so weird because the first one is, you know, meta to a point, but it's not like, doesn't feel overly meta especially compared to the other ones so to go from the first one to the fifth one which really kicks up the meta humor and all that especially from the first one to the fifth one so i'm curious what you think about what you thought about it well okay as we all know as we covered last week i saw the first one for the first time last week we covered it on here on the show did a little throwback episode on it so i sit down in the theaters to watch this one and we'll go into more like what funny funny thing and they how they explain it in the uh, later on but uh, yeah so i sit down and watch this and i felt like i was watching and you know 25 years later we decided to do a reboot on scream Let, let's pretend there's no sequels and it's just we had scream in 1996 all these years later they said yeah let's reboot it that's what i felt like i watched the reboot of the original with that said i still I still overall had a pretty decent time. 
like Daniel said, some good slasher stuff going on in this one. And the, I mean, some good, really good kills that we'll get into later, but there are some great kills. And overall, overall, I enjoyed myself for the most part. There's a couple times where I thought a couple certain characters should just die already, and they didn't. But I don't know. Maybe it's forgivable. I don't know. Again, I'm not supposed to take movies like this too serious, so it's really hard to be that mad at it. I mean, yeah. it was not definitely wasn't pure trash, that's for sure. I mean, there's a lot, yeah, a lot of things that can make a movie like this pure trash, and I, I don't think it was. Again, I don't think so either. Like I, I still ha- legitimately I enjoyed it. Heart or investment in this this uh, particular um, not genre franchise but, uh, franchise. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I wasn't like too attached to it, but yeah, it, it was fun. I hadn't seen Neb Campbell in years, so that was fun to see her again. <laughs> Same with Courtney Cox. Same David Arquette, I guess. Yeah, I got some of the originals back in. It's kind of like a passion of the torch, though, because I, I yeah, we got the originals still in it. This three, you know, however many years later, but we're kind of passing the torch to new people. Could definitely, yeah, feel that going on in this. Overall, yeah, I liked it. It was good, entertaining. Good. Okay, you're a little bit higher on. Well, it seems like okay, I really wasn't sure because, like, Sean and I were talking. I was like, yeah, we're used to like and take a shot every time I say meta, you'll die. Um, (laughs) I've been taking a drink every time you say that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, It's going to come up a lot because this, this, if this, like, if something that grows and grows as a presence in every single installment is how meta they make these movies, especially in the, of the original three, like the third one is just ridiculous, but like in a great way. See, that might be okay you know if it's just non-stop kills and i don't know i mean and honestly like really horror not doesn't need to be good in my opinion like again and we're gonna i'm just gonna say that right now because like as long as like the kills are good the characters are decent you know like you don't even need amazingly rounded characters it's a slasher they mm-hmm. don't matter once they're dead <laughs> you know so to have that you know, at least decent, likable characters. And like, I thought everybody, well, not everybody. I thought overall the main cast of characters was great. There was like her, I forget her name. I think it's Amanda, like her bitchy friend at the very beginning. That was one of the characters I'm like, just fucking die already. I hate this bitch. The um, one that was on the phone? Oh, no, no. It was the other one. It was the brother's girlfriend. I don't remember her character name. I'll look it up later. But like, oh, yeah, like Tara, so there are a few Tara. characters where you're just like, man, just fucking wait, die the, already. Wait, the brother's girlfriend? Brother's girlfriend. Yeah. Um, but honestly, like, I had a great time. As long as the, you know, I thought solid slasher, uh, decent installment, especially for a franchise that has been going on since 1996. Mm-hmm. You know, so you got to say, as far as like modern, like reboots, sequels, requels, if you will, um, I thought this was solid. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Shala and I both had a great time. There is a few times that we're like, holy fuck, I can't believe they did that, you know? And honestly, I, it was great. I would definitely recommend it to anybody who's a fan of the franchise. I think they're going to be satisfied, if not a little mad. Well, good, good. Yeah, so they definitely tied the story into the original, making um, I don't know that I don't know if that's spoilers already. I'm trying to think of some other stuff before we go into spoilers here. Yeah, I think what I was about to say is definitely a spoiler. So okay, hold off there for a second. Let's see. And before you're gonna spoil, I don't know what what did you like about the movie. Uh, I mean, just overall, um, the kills were great. There's um, some good pacing to it. I actually liked the opening scene pretty decently. Um, still got a landline going on, but you know, it was kind of fun between the back and forth between the landline and the cell phone. And part of me was thinking, like, well, is she going to end up like Drew Barrymore getting hung outside? Didn't know, you know, what was going to happen to that first character that we saw. Right. But wasn't sure. Anyway, when it- Sorry, just interjecting. Like, I remember going in. I'm like, okay, so this is kind of like the reboot sequel. Like, they even give it a name called the requel in in movie. So I was just like, I wonder because it's been so long. 
you know, I think the last one came out in 2014. So that was still eight years ago mm-hmm. or yeah, somewhere in there. But I'm like, man, I want, like, I was thinking, I'm like, dude, like it's starting out kind of like the same as the first one. So like how, how epic of like a kill scene are we going to intro with? And I wanted to time it too. I forgot to, cause I'm like, it felt like just as snappy as the original one. Not like, I think probably it's probably in 13 minutes. It, it's on to the next scene, but the intro scene I thought I did really enjoy. Yeah, I thought about looking at my watch to see if it was the same length, but then I was like, well, I don't know what time the movie actually started after all these freaking previews. So yeah, I skipped that. That's okay. But yeah, yes. that scene. Um, yeah, it's fun catching up with the, uh, the old characters like David Arquette. His uh, Dewey. I almost called him Willie. Dewey. <laughs> catching up with Dewey a little bit. Um I like I trying to think of some uh one of the kills that happens fairly early on was pretty pretty great, I guess, right in broad daylight too. Yeah. Right? I know. I'm just like yeah, I, is that as soon as it happened, I'm like, I should have seen this coming, but I am still surprised. <laughs> yeah. I mean I thought for sure we we're gonna see um her son get killed uh psycho style in the shower God. is this all i know that's i that's kind of spoilery so we might i know like talking about the kills like a kill in slasher is very spoilery like that's dang it okay well that's it. I, I don't know if we've given nobody knows what characters we're talking about yet so i guess it's not spoilery yet but yeah that, but, okay. that scene was great and let's see try to think what else um I mean, I guess the end scene, you know, takes place, I don't know if it's a spoiler, same house as the first one. God, I feel like that's a spoiler. I don't know. I don't know. But, I mean... So Courtney Cox is back, yeah. So Courtney... Her in the trailers. <laughs> Courtney Cox. I know, I know. It's just like, oh, because it, it does still, like, it's less than two hours long, so it really starts getting going, but all the good stuff is, I feel like, what's the spoiler? But I guess before... We go into full-blown spoilers. I liked the kills. I liked the interactions between like David Arquette and the new cast, like plainly calling out. You're like, don't trust. It's always the love interest. It's always like, you can't trust your best friends. Never go anywhere alone. Like they just lay out the meta rules of the game. You're mm-hmm. like, this is how it happened in all the other movies. This is how it's going to happen to you. Like watch out for these things. And I'm like, God. That's one of the reasons why I fucking love these movies. One of the best parts about the first and second movie are like the, the video nerd who actually works at like a blockbuster, which, you know, I think he's oh, he back in the one. second one. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he's one of the best character. He's one of the best characters. Cause he, I mean, like he was just like the guy who just like, Oh yeah. Well, slashers, like th- these are the red herrings that you need to look out for, you know, like this doesn't make any sense. You know, I loved his character and they kind of gave new life to in the new batch of characters with, I think her name was Mindy, which I loved her because one of the, my favorite characters is the video nerd in the screen movie. So I'm glad they kind of like gave them a spiritual success. I mean, they're pretty much all just new versions of the old cast. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I liked I liked the new cast. I liked the legacy cast coming back. Courtney Cox and Nev Campbell are great, especially and David Arquette, all great. And I loved the kills. The kills were honestly great. There were a few that I'm like, holy fuck, I can't believe they did that again. Um, and I think like it, that's all you need to like in a slasher is the characters and the kills. Damn. And overall, I think we had a satisfying like almost self contained movie like there could be more there could not be more i feel like no matter what i'll be satisfied well the killer in all these films seems to go after people they know it's not just some crazy serial killer going after just random people it's people they know specifically it's always somehow connected to the past which they also state directly in the movie mm-hmm. that was a great sequence describing what a recall is yeah 
I really enjoy that. I never heard anybody say requel, but I'm like, yep, that's what it is because they didn't even call it Scream 5, even though it's been one, two, Scream, Scream 2, Scream 3, and Scream 4. Oh, yeah, they explain, like, you want it to sound fresh, but you want it to have some familiarity to it, and blah, 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 blah. It's like, you know, that's why Halloween 2018 isn't called Halloween 22. (laughs) It's just called Halloween. Exactly. And, you know, while she's doing her rant, I'm like, yeah, I'm familiar with the rules, but also she's like, and you bring back, I'm like, you bring back the legacy characters, of course. She's like, and that's what she says. I'm like, yep, it's all making sense. But one of the things that I guess you really miss and which they mentioned them quite a bit, you even see them watching the movie or you see Mindy watching the movie, but Scream, I think it takes place in this, I think they mentioned it in the second one or it might be the third one. But in universe, you know, Gail Weathers writes her book about, you know, like what happened in Ensboro with uh, Sydney Prescott. And then they make movie adaptions, like a slasher movie adaptions of the book called Stab. Okay. And now, they even mentioned that. Do they talk about, so does that happen in the second movie you said? That so- happens. They're mentioned like at least, I'm pretty sure it's the second. It might be the third, but it's definitely mentioned in at least two of them. Okay, so that's not something brand new for this one. That no, they are even like in the fourth one. Tell, tell me, uh, you wanted to see them well, the way they described it, like yeah, the stab movie, the original. You got what was it, David Schwimmer, Hel- um, Heather Graham, and who else did they mention? Yeah, they mentioned a bunch of '90s stars. Who who was the other one? I can't remember now. Heather Graham, David Schwimmer, and there was someone else. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I'd actually love to see a movie like that with them, a slasher film with those three. <laughs> and Luke Wilson, I think. Okay. I thought would have been awesome. <laughs> no, no way. Even the stab movies, the fake movies inside Scream all have IMDb pages. Oh, nice. But yeah, it's... Yeah, so that's like that's another one of their super meta things. But yeah, that this isn't the first movie they've mentioned it. Oh, and this again, might be drink. a spoiler for the fourth one, uh, but that movie's also like eight years old now. But at the beginning of the fourth movie, you just see incredibly violent uh, opening kill scene, and then they pause the movie and they're watching like Stab Four. <laughs> Oh, uh, that sounds awesome. So that's the level of like cheekiness that it goes to. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I'll have to go see these uh, sequels two through four. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. As long as you're going in with a buddy, uh, a buddy is very important. You can still enjoy them, but horror with friends is always best. And honestly, just like as long as you can open mind, like, yeah, this is going to be a certain amount of ridiculousness and campy, you're good to go. Mm hmm. But that's, again, what I love in movies. So I guess let's just get into full-on spoilers so we can talk about the meat and potatoes of the good stuff, which is the kills. The kills! All right, so spoilers in three, two, one. Spoilers. So Okay. So, yes, I mean, one of the biggest spoilers, I guess, is the fact that... uh, I need to look up their names again. But... The fact that the intro kill wasn't even an actual kill, that she survived, which is fucking was, horrifying. I guess I was a little upset, not that she survived that one, but I mean, she, she should have died in the hospital. Let's be real. I mean, that's the thing. It's a suspension of disbelief for a slasher. I mean, you should see like some of them, some of the legacy cast members really get fucked up in some of the other Scream movies, but they all technically survive. Yeah, but still, I was like, yeah, when she survived the hospital scenes, I was like, oh, come on. Come on. I I was like, there's no fucking way. Well, and I'm like, I guess I kept thinking too, like, is this going to be just like the original one? Because, you know, it does have that remake feel to it. Like, is it going to be just like the original one where it is somebody in their group or is it somebody out of the group? Who knows? You know, is it going to be a boyfriend and a girlfriend or one of the... Fr- I don't know. I just wasn't sure. If anything else, were, were those two siblings, the Mindy and the... Uh, what was his name? Mindy and Chad. 
I almost was like, I bet you it'll be those two, like brother, sister team up killing. I kind of had some suspicions that it could be them. Yeah, especially since they're the movie fans. Mm-hmm. You know, that you would think. So I forget the name of the character in the original. Who's the killer in the original? What's his name? Oh, it's Stu and uh, Billy. So Billy apparently got together with Liv. Is that her character's name? Liv's mother. While she was with Liv's father, got her pregnant. So she is the daughter of a serial killer. Mm -hmm. And then her mom and her stepdad, I guess, had the little sister, Tara. Yep. Five years later. All very simple. Yep. So they're sisters. Yeah. Later on, sister finds out, oh, that's not my actual dad. That's my actual dad. And then at 18, runs away from home. Abandons everybody. Fuck this family. Yep. Abandons everybody. Because she ruined the family. I'm like, no, that's another thing. Like your mom technically ruined the family for cheating on your dad. But sure, you've ruined the family. Well, I mean, as a kid, you're like, fuck, I did this. I know. (laughs) You know? And, you know, that also makes the mom shittier because your mom didn't course correct that. She just made you feel like that until you felt like you had to move away at 18. Yep. Asshole. Mm-hmm. But yes. So yeah, that so made her we... interesting story. I liked her, not flashbacks, but like visions of her father. Yeah, I thought they kind of did like a last night in Soho where like you can see him in, the, in mirrors only actually. Mm-hmm. But I also like that because one, that's definitely still... Uh, Hang on. I'm like, what is his name? He has a really weird name. Uh, Skeet Ulrich. That, who, who plays Billy in the original Scream. And obviously they, I don't know if they use just full-on CGI, but they definitely use de-aging CGI. But I'm pretty sure it's just full-on CGI. But that is him doing the voiceover for the, like, the imaginary, like the vision that the sister is seeing in the movie. But he's, and I'm, I thought that was kind of interesting how they just brought back his character in a cool way. Yeah. Because have we seen him since the first? I don't think so. Okay. So it's like, I don't know, maybe. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I mean, I thought that was all pretty interesting stuff. I like the side characters too. I actually liked her boyfriend, <laughs> the uh, uh, Richie. Richie, Jake Quaid, or Jack Quaid. Oh, the son of Dennis Quaid, apparently. That is the son of Dennis Quaid. Okay. Yeah. You know, I've seen him in The Boys and I really liked him in that show. And it never crossed my mind that he would be Dennis Quaid's son until you said it. I'm like, holy shit, that makes a lot of sense. And he is. So. He's a Quaid. He's a Quaid. Either Randy or Dennis. Yeah. All right. But yes, we have Rich. Yeah. I liked, honestly, I liked the boyfriend, uh, Richie. I liked Mindy. I mean, I love the film nerds. So yeah, Mindy, I did not care. Okay, Liv McKenzie, that was her bitchy friend's name. That was uh, the girlfriend of the brother, Chad. And oh my God, she was one of the characters. I'm like, fucking die. I don't like your presence. You're not likable at all. You should be the- Wait, was Liv? No, wasn't Liv the sister of Tara? No, you're right. Never mind. No. No, Liv was the bitchy girlfriend to Chad, and she was one of the characters and like, okay, you're not likable. You don't have screen presence. You should be the first to go. Somehow you weren't the first to go. Please die. <laughs> yeah, no, she, she was pretty annoying. But, I love when he yeah. turned her down for sex, too. Yeah, he's just like, I don't know if you're not the killer, so I don't want to be alone. I want to be with people. That was I'm so like, funny. Smart move, buddy. Smart move. So funny. Well, that's Especially, where too. I'm like, oh, just like the original. They're gonna go upstairs and bang for the first time at a party. Yeah, just like if like you have original. sex in a horror movie, you're dead. If you drink, oh, you're Sam, dead. sorry, Sam was the name of the other girl. Tara and Sam. Yeah. I think the whole time I was calling her Liv. But no, Sam is the daughter of the person from the original. Dad's a serial killer. Half sister Tara. Okay, okay. Which she's, is yeah. She's the one with boyfriend. Richie. All right. Yeah. Comes here's about her sister getting nearly killed, which the mother, oh my God, like at a retreat, 
daughter gets nearly killed is in the hospital and like well i gotta finish out the retreat first then i'll go see her yeah uh, i mean i get she's in london but i'm like i, I totally forgot uh, oh was it in london okay I, I missed that part i think yeah but i completely forgot about the mother even being mentioned because yeah they offhandedly she's like where's mom well she's in london she's on a retreat so she won't be back till it's over <laughs> a ways you know I but like, i guess that's again like a nod to the first one because they immediately like they introduced like nev campbell's dad and then he like is out of the movie till the end mm-hmm. so they i was like so i was like okay if it's because this honestly felt like a mix of the first one and the fourth scream movie to me um and i know you haven't seen them but that's just kind of how the feel that i got um so I'm like, I wonder if they're going to bring the mom in at the end, but they ended up not doing anything with the character. She's just a bad mom is all we get. Mm-hmm. And like they mentioned her like at the beginning and then I don't think they ever bring her up again. But um, what was I going to say? Other than that, honestly, I really loved how, you know, after the first couple attacks, when Tara ends up in the hospital and Sam comes and visits her, then also gets attacked inside the hospital. But again, it's kind of interesting that aspect, kind of like how we were talking about Moon Knight. We don't, I don't, we don't know at first if that was real or in her head because we've established that she has hallucinations sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, is she actually being attacked? Is she not being attacked? Like, did she just, under the pressure of her like sister getting attacked. Like, did she just imagine this? You know, I'm surprised they didn't play around more with that aspect of her character, honestly, because they kind of dismissed that briefly. Like, no, that happened. And everything else that happens in the movie is real a hundred percent. So they don't even really play around with it as much mm-hmm. as I thought they would. Um, what was he going to say? Um, yeah, I did like the new cast of characters. And one of the things I don't know if you noticed, the um the mom Wes's mom, the Judy Hicks, who's like on the police force or the police sheriff. Uh she was his deputy, like Dewey's uh trainee in the first movie. Oh, in the very first one? Uh, yep. Is she in all of them or just the this one in the last one? I can't remember if she has any real presence in the other ones. Well, you want to know my first thoughts when she got killed, since we're in spoilers. So I did like that sequence, you know, where I'm thinking his son's going to get it psycho style in the shower. She's coming running back and talking to Ghostface on the phone, comes running up the porch, and then boom, out of, out of the bushes, stabs her right in the stomach. You know, my first reaction was, Daniel? What? Not Wendy Peppercorn. Is that her? That's her. That's Wendy Peppercorn. Whoa, give it to me. Jeez Louise. What's the matter? Jeez. Wendy Peppercorn. This magic moment. Little pervert! Oh man, he's a deep shit. I had no idea. Deputy Judy Hicks is Wendy Peppercorn all grown up. No longer a lifeguard. Oh no. I guess that that's the last of her and Squin's kids that one taking a shower. <laughs> all the rest moved out. <laughs> Damn. I had but no yeah. idea. Yeah, she was in the uh grindhouse. She was the the hot nurse in grindhouse. Remember they get thrown yeah. out a window or Got the shots, was like limp, trying to open a car door, twists her ankle in the heels and snaps her wrist. She's that that nurse also. Yeah, I remember that. Great movie. (laughs) Planet Terror. Yes, okay, I did not know that was her. That's awesome. Yes, Wendy Yeah, honestly, that was the first, like we kind of alluded, but yeah, that happens in broad daylight out in the open in her front lawn. And I remember when she ran up, and just like the knife went in her, I'm like, it was a great jump scare, but I'm like, I should have seen that coming. I don't know why I didn't see that coming, but I'm like, damn, that was crazy. 
And then to go from right after that to them fucking around with like the audience, like raising the tension of the music. Is he every over here? time like the Is kid like here? opened a door, opened the fridge. And yeah. he's like, oh no, there's gonna be someone as soon as they close the door, there's gonna be someone who's just right there. Ghost is gonna be right there. And then without fail, just never happens. You know. Until it does. Un- until it does. Like it happens, like they give us like three. Like uh, like two or three times it happens, and you're like, oh, they're just fucking with us. Uh, and then the last door that he closes, Ghostface, right behind you. And man, that kill was probably one of the most brutal, just because of how slow right the knife the goes in through his cheek and out. Or and no, not his cheek, his, no, his neck. neck. Yeah, it goes in the neck and out the back of the neck without actually like cutting completely off but i'm like damn that really that one really got to me like oh fuck that that gave me the heebie-jeebies <laughs> i'm like i just can't even imagine that I'm like damn mom and son just done done and i'm like well i guess it wasn't tara's boyfriend yeah <laughs> but honestly two great kills back to back I did, like I said, I was surprised for the mom, even though I shouldn't have been. The son didn't get psychoed, but he did have a really brutal kill of like a slow knife through the neck, which has got to be one of the worst ways to go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, I tried to think some other kills. I guess the hospital scene, I, I guess we could talk about losing one of the main legacy characters. Which, okay, this was the most upsetting of them all, especially with a fan of all of the movies. How David Arquette, I think, has been in every single one. I think he's the only one besides Neff Campbell that's been in every single one. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, so Cox, to have Cox him... Been, I think she's been in every single one also. Yeah. But she, like, they... Like, he has had so many close calls, like, especially in, like, the second and third movie. You know, he even mentioned that he has a limp now because he got fucking stabbed so many times. Mm-hmm. You know, that to see him, but he's survived. I'm like, fuck yeah, everybody loves Dewey. To see him just brutally ripped to shreds. So there's no doubt in your mind. He's like, he didn't survive that. From when they stabbed him in the back and then brought the knife up through his rib cage and then got stabbed in the front. And I'm just like, fuck. I can't believe they actually did it this time. I can't believe they killed Dewey. That really, Charlie and I were just like, God damn it. No. I know. I, know. I really wasn't sure if they're going to for sure kill him or not, but damn. I mean, by the time, like, time it's done gutting him, you're like, yeah, he's dead. That's, he's dead. But then you immediately, like, I mean, Charlie and I kind of put it together. Like, well, immediately she's like, and that's how the only reason why Nev Campbell would ever come back to Ensboro. Cause I mean, they call her early on in the movie and she's like, I'm not coming. Why the fuck would I even set foot in that town ever again? No way. Like, like, Dewey dies. Like, well, now Courtney, you know, now Gail Weathers and Sydney Prescott are back in town. Yeah, it looks like there was a, looks like, based on what I saw in the first movie and this movie, looks like they fell in love. Um, Dewey and Gail fell in love and then out of love. But it looks like he was still attached. Yeah, I mean, they that goes, I don't remember which one they say they got divorced in. It might have been the third one, or maybe they were just married, but technically, I think she was absent from the third movie. So I think they talk about Gail just being off in New York while Dewey is still around. Um, but they do definitely, but it was also interesting because like, yeah, at that point, David Arquette and Courtney Cox had been real life married and real life divorced. By, I think the third movie. I was gonna look that up on IMDb. Definitely right reference those in the movie. Da, 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 da. But yeah, that end ceremony's death was horrible. But also, even before his death, he goes back needlessly. Didn't have to go back. Could have just left with you know Sydney or not Sid. Yeah, Sydney, Tara, and Sam. But also after like the whole tension of the leading up to um, Dewey's death, I thought was insane. Cause like, she's like, oh shit, the killer, 
is here and Tara's completely alone in an empty hospital somehow, but like wheeling herself with a like two cut up hands, you know, that had a full on like penetration wound from a knife going all the way through and having to like just seeing her like wheel herself trying to get as far as she could in her wheelchair was just brutal to watch. And mm-hmm. you really felt the pain and anguish of her. And I'm like, dude, this is fucking crazy. And then Ghostface shows up and you're like, well, fuck. But damn, it and just... This is where she should have been fucked. <laughs> <sighs> but oh, I know. I really thought, like, I'm like, okay, Tara's dead. Yeah. But then they all show up. Survive Calvary the opening arrived. scene. She's dead. Yeah. But damn. And I was just sad that I'm like, dude, you didn't have to go back. Just get in the elevator. Make sure they get out alive. Or you didn't have to get that close for a headshot. You could have walked up and put a few more in them. Mm -hmm. But damn, you had to kill Dewey. It didn't need to happen, I felt. But they did it. Damn. Damn, did it hurt. Left a void in my heart. It did. It really hurt. And I've only seen the first one. (laughs) It's a great character. All like, bam, Dewey's gone. Yeah. Oh. Yes. And then so I guess we, I guess we end up in the same house. How do we, whose house was it? That was Stu's house. The Stu's. you know, the blonde one from the first one. Right, but the, but whose house is it now? That was a um, let me double check. That was Amber's house. That was Amber's house. Okay, the kid, friend killer. Yes. We find out later is the killer. One of two, just like the original Scream. In Stu's house, too. So I'm like, of course it's you. I had a good feeling that it was you, but they also made it pretty obvious that you were a killer. So either that was a huge red herring or there's two people again. Mm-hmm. which they went with too. But yeah, honestly, I wasn't sure as far as who I thought like throughout the movie, I'm like, I feel like Amber is definitely the killer. And I honestly, I thought it might be uh, Chad, like Mindy's brother. Yeah, I was. Those are my two guesses. Mandy and Mindy were my guesses. I was trying to remember she was in, uh, I'm trying to remember who she was. She was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Can't remember. Probably one of the Manson. Oh yeah, she yeah yeah she was one of the Manson kids. Yeah, she's been a murderer before. She was one of the ones at the end. She's the. I don't. I think she's the one that goes in the pool and gets put on fire. But she, I think she's the one that gets. No, the redhead got smashed for Yeah, I think she is the one that gets caught on fire. Well, she gets caught on fire again. Yeah. She's used to it. <laughs> How ironic is that? That yeah. was a great kill, though. Oh my god. I mean, honestly, the when they. When they do the reveal of Amber being a killer, and honestly, maybe I shouldn't have felt this way, but when like they're just trying to like there's like that height of paranoia, they're like, I mean, I love how Cindy puts a tracker on their car, and then as they're following, they're like, oh fuck, they're at Stu's house, and then they just call him back, dude, you're at Stu's house, get the fuck out of Stu's house. That was one of the original killers. Somebody wants you there, you gotta go. Like leave now you know which i thought was hilarious but then um when amber like it's just like i'm the killer and i love how uh sonia like or not sonia live like the girlfriend of like chad mm-hmm. the one that i was like god just fucking die kill her already she unceremoniously just gets shot in the head right after she just bitches about nonsense you know, and I'm just like, damn, I may feel bad, but I'm like, good, straight, clean through the head. That was abrupt. Like, she won't be in the sequel. She won't be in the sequel. <laughs> you always got to shoot in the head and they won't come back. Too bad but, oh my it. God, I laughed so hard when that happened. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. Like, <laughs> Great kill. It was simple, but it was effective. Yes, yes. Oh, but then to go through that the whole oh, Is it just me? <laughs> Yeah, I I don't know. I can't. We had a lot of good reactions in our theater, um, but 
And then to go from that to the, because I think that happens in the first one where she walks out, which I, I guess before we get quite to that, but Sydney and Gail getting guns out of Sydney's car. She's like, here you go. You ready? They're like, fuck, let's do this. And then she runs out like, we need help. And they're like, no, we call bullshit. And then she immediately just shoots Gail. I'm like, oh, I was pissed. I'm like, you can't take her off the board this soon. Yeah. You know, like I wanted to see Courtney Cox's Gail Weather just fuck some shit up. But I also just love how well, goes as, soon, as soon as she got shot too, it's like, oh, are we going to just t- start taking out the legacy characters one after another? Which luckily not. But I do appreciate that she goes and literally puts a bullet through every jump scare hiding place from the first movie in the house. Yeah. You know, like she's like that little broom closet. Like, I think that was where Billy was in the first movie. And she's like, shoots it, kicks it open, shoots it, kicks it open. I'm like, yep, that's what you got to (laughs) do. I do love to shut that guy in the leg. (sighs) And she's like, what? I told you to come out. She's like, why the fuck would I come out? You were shooting people. Like, yeah, it's hard to argue with that. So funny. <laughs> uh, even as an get... audience, I'm like, we trust Sydney Prescott. I'm like, why the fuck would she's a stranger to literally everybody else except for Dewey and Gail? True. So why would you actually trust her? Yeah. Uh, that's a good stuff. And I liked how instead of a garage, we had a basement scene. Yeah. That was great. Um, what else? Yeah, it was an overall enjoyable ending. And yeah, when that girl gets set on fire, holy shit, that was crazy. Which I should have seen that coming, but I didn't think about it. But when they, you know, try and get one over on her, they smash a glass bottle of hand sanitizer on her face. So she's like, what the fuck? I mean, it burns. And then when she got close to the flame, I didn't think about it until she was fully on fire. I'm like, oh, fuck, she's covered in hand sanitizer. She just went up like a candle. Yep. Gone. It's like. And man, was that entertaining. What was entertaining is when we think it's all done, she comes running out with the knife still, like, half her face burned off. That was like, oh, fuck. And then just boom, headshot. Headshot. And she's like, I prefer the Marmaduke. (laughs) Oh, that was glorious. I thought that was glorious. But, oh, beforehand, so... First off, too much fucking talking, Richie. Like, if you're going to kill someone, fucking quit giving, like, a whole, like, paragraph into paragraph of speech. Just fucking kill somebody already. Because, good Lord, I mean, he really should have had Sam. and But instead, he just fucking talks his mouth off. So, finally, Sam just gets the upper hand. And that stab scene with him, her just or stabbing him repeatedly, holy shit. Which, honestly was one of my favorite scenes because like she sees she sees the vision of billy she's he's kind of like been trying to entice her to go to to embrace her darker side and i love the end we're like okay your boyfriend is one of the murderers and then he's just like hey there's a knife down there and then she just when she grabs it and just just goes and destroys him just stabs him over and over and over again then has that amazing line that's like here's your ending and then just slits his throat I'm like, fuck yeah, that's what I wanted to see. I honestly was hoping, like, just because she was the son of Billy, I didn't think it was going to happen, but Shala and I both were talking at the end. I'm like, I was honestly hoping that one of the more fun turns would be like, yeah, she's like, I'm Billy's daughter, I'm the killer, and she just starts fucking destroying people. You know, I thought that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Didn't quite go with that, but I still love that she did get to lean into her darker side, and she's like, I'm Billy's fucking daughter, and he fucking stabs him to death. Awesome. That was great. I love that. Yeah. It's just so much fun. So much fun. I had a good time. No, I I enjoyed it quite a bit overall. I don't even know how how I would really grade this out, though. It's it's, it's tough to grade out because it's not a crappy movie, but it's not like some A-plus material either, per se but it is what it is is what it is it's very self-aware of what it is honestly it's a i mean horror movies i give it a thumbs up for sure like definitely thumbs up i'll give it a twin thumbs up it knows what it is i don't know if i have to grade out overall i think overall b plus i mean it's still overall pretty solid again self-aware which is nice great kills great fun i 
really didn't get bored throughout it. So, no. yeah. Honestly, and even it being like, I know the original was an hour and a half long. This one was an hour and 50 minutes. It spent about 20 minutes establishing the new cast before we started folding in. Stayed under two hours. So that definitely gives it, yeah. bumps it up. I mean, plus it, it, it took about 20, 30 minutes to give us the new cast of characters before it started folding in the legacy characters. And then it just kept going and never stopped. Yep. Honestly, it was very honest with even almost two hours still felt like an hour and a half it still went by really really fast and i know i'm like it's an a plus b movie which i think makes it a b plus <laughs> like i had a great time it's yeah i said b plus and eight out of ten for entertainment i mean good time yeah, i think i'm gonna give it a b plus too just because like it's like it's a great b movie so that's a b plus and just entertainment wise nine ten like it's it's a great slasher it's fun it's engaging. There's a lot of great kills in it. And honestly, for a requel, I thoroughly enjoyed myself. I still want to see a stab move with Heather Graham and David Schwimmer, though. I would, too. That would be fun. Be amazing. All right. Well, I think that concludes our review of Scream. 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 2022 or scream five if you want to be a normal person all right daniel well where can they find us uh they can find us online movies underscore brews instagram and twitter and let us know what you thought love the scream franchise hate the scream franchise enjoyed this new installment hated it let us know to meta up oh, got a drink again daniel some meta uh-oh gonna be so wasted at the end of this Oh, yeah, you'd be dead. Like I said, if you were taking shots, you'd be dead. I'd be dead. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, hey, thanks for downloading the show. If you like it, share with others. And yeah, we'll be back next week. Till then, cheers. Cheers. <laughs>